This is a Just Barbarian Things actual play podcast. Our role-playing games may contain themes and language that is not suitable for all audiences. You have been warned. Welcome back to our Call of Cthulhu game. We have decided, after some brainstorming, to call these small sessions where we try out new games our Fireside Stories. So you'll see that as the titling for the podcasts going forward, so you can differentiate them from any longer format games that we play. Stories by the Fireside. In the oral tradition. True. The podcast is the evolution of oral tradition, in my opinion. Yeah. Bardic Tales of Wanda. Very cool. So where where did we leave uh, Mr. Carl Loft last time? Well, what we're going to start with is reviewing your evidence, and then we'll pick up where you left off. Okay. I felt bad that I didn't have a voice for Carl last time, so I thought about it, and I think that I have a way to go, if that's okay. All right. Sure. So just uh, just just so it doesn't come out of nowhere, you know, for people. Okay. <laughs> All right. So... What evidence has Carl been able to gather so far between your physical evidence sheets that I gave you and your notes? Carl Carl has been able to uh, locate a research snippet okay, about uh, why it's called the Corbett House, because of who bought it and what befell Mr. Corbett. A civil court record about the executor of Mr. Corbett's will and the associated uh, fallout, so to speak. Um, and an unpublished an unpublished news story um, about the various happenings at the Corbett House. And from a church, from the... What was the church? Here we go. I can help you out if you need me to. Yeah, I, I can't find where I had the church written. I had it somewhere. It's on the executor of his will, that note. It's on there. Um, But it is uh, the yeah. Chapel of Contemplation. Yeah. In the Church of Our Lord, Granter of Secrets. Yes. Okay. So he uh, recovered a, a symbol... Um, at the Chapel of Contemplation Ruin. Yes, it looked like it had been freshly repainted and maintained. The symbol did. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's what Carl has been able to um, assemble so far, evidence-wise. You found some stuff in the church as well. Right, and this is the hard evidence in right. his own investigation, I guess. Um, he, he found a musty journal... And an enormous tome. And the journal mentions Walter Corbett in it. And um, it indicated that Mr. Corbett was um, buried in the basement of the Corbett house. Right. Uh, as per his wishes. And... Um, there was a reference to one who waits in the dark. That is correct. And the tome is written in Latin, which uh, I can read. Right. And 
um, it references the occult, and that's as far as I got, because I went to a local gentleman's club, which means something entirely different in 1920 than it does today, uh, to read. Right. So you went to a, a lounge to read the book, which you did, and it's hard for you to kind of get anything very specific from it. It's very strange and references occult happenings you are not familiar with, but this caused you to gain some Cthulhu mythos and lose some of your maximum sanity. Yes. I lost, um, yeah, maximum sanity. Two points. So yes. I, it was kind of an even trade. Yeah. So. Yeah. The closer you get to the mythos, the, the farther you get from sanity. That's just how it goes. Okay. I mean, there's no way around that. You can't, your mind just literally can't handle it, your hardware and software. Right. Okay. I ain't mad at that. So we left you off kind of finishing up your day mm -hmm. reading in the lounge. Is there anything else that Carl would want to do that day? Or do you want to get some rest and pick up whatever you're working on the following day? I feel like he would probably go, mm, shoot, he doesn't have like a base of operations. So, um, what if he, like, went back to Mr. Knott's office and kind of set up shop there in a, in a room of something like that, where he could start putting the, the newspaper clippings and the pictures and the charcoal rubbing of the, uh, symbol and stuff like that and do the whole thumbtack and yarn thing and all that kind of thing. Sure. On the wall. You could call him. Okay. So I'd have to call him to ask him? Well, you don't have a key to his office. I, oh, yeah, fair enough. I guess maybe I could try to wheedle my way in there, or I could just call to ask. Either way, it's up to you. Okay. I, I guess, I guess I'll, I'd guess i like to call him to ask, because I don't have a base of operations right now. Okay. And this will hinder my investigation. Sure. So I will put a coin of appropriate value <laughs> into the payphone. <laughs> and ring up Mabel at the central switching office. Right. And she connects you to number four, which is Mr. Knott's home. Okay. And he answers and he says, uh, this is Mr. Knott. Hello, Mr. Knott. I seem to find myself a bit indisposed at the moment. You see, I don't have a base of operations and I'm gathering quite a bit of evidence uh, pursuing the investigation for you. But I need a place to consolidate my findings, and I was wondering if you might provide suitable accommodations at your real estate office. Uh, I don't really see any issue with that. No, that should be fine. Fantastic. I don't need much room. Merely a desk, maybe a, a bare wall, some corkboard or similar. Honestly, until all this is resolved, I'm not doing much work at the office anyway, so yeah, feel free to use it. Splendid. Is there someone who can let me in? I can meet you there. Excellent. I'll see you shortly. I'll head this straight away. Very good. Thank you. Goodbye. All right. So you're heading over to the office? Yes. I'm going to take a cable car or a trolley or a horse-drawn I don't know anything about the 20s. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there are cars. They exist. <laughs> Awooga. <laughs> like <laughs> that sort of car. <laughs> yeah, but there are horses and stuff as well. I mean, it's all that all exists. Okay. Um. So you 
find suitable public transportation to take you to the office. Excellent. It is Boston, after all. Very cosmopolitan. True. And you guys are in Boston proper. Um, So it's, uh, you know, you're in a very downtown, just barely edge of suburbs sort of area. All right. So you make it to the office. Um, As you're approaching the building, you see Mr. Knott um, going up to unlock the door. Excellent. Uh, I'll hop. I'd like to hop off the trolley <laughs> and and trots over to uh, to him. Okay. And you know, catch him up, basically. Sure. And so he's unlocking the door. Yes. Okay. So I just missed a knot. How do you do? Oh, hello there. Uh, I, I'm just gonna get everything kind of. Squared away, grab some of my personal effects, and then I'll I'll leave you a copy of the key. Uh, splendid, thank you. I can't thank you enough. So tell me, what have you found so far? Uh, I believe this would be best discussed with a, a furtive look over either shoulder uh, indoors. Uh, of course. So he leads you inside. He grabs, you know, a couple files from his desk so he can do some work from home. Um, you know takes, you know, a picture of his wife and family and stuff like that. But otherwise, he just seems to be kind of clearing off the desk so it's available for you to use. All right. What I've found so far is quite fascinating. I'm starting to draw some some lines and connect some dots, so to speak. Um, from what I can tell, this uh, is nothing new here. Uh, the house existed long before it was referred to as Corbett House, and uh, since 1880, at least, from what I can tell, there's been evidence of disturbances there. However, this may have been exacerbated by Mr. Corbett himself, who requested to be interred in the basement. So, I believe the two may be related. Also, at a local church, the Chapel of Contemplation, which is these days a ruin, uh, also has seems to have some strange occult uh, markings, and also I found, and I'll dig out the uh, the, t- the the journal and the tome. Sure. And kind of stack them on the desk, the large tome on the bottom, and I've also found these books in 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 a sub basement that uh, that seem to reference this particular property and occurrence directly. Uh, Mister Corbett by name, in fact, and that's how I learned that he was interred in the basement uh, in accordance with his wishes. Uh, that's perhaps dealing with that, if that is the case, may resolve whatever issues we have going on here. Indeed. Uh, this may be uh, beyond my capacity. Of course, I'm willing to give it a go. Um, but uh, if you know anyone who may have expertise in these matters, I-, I could find their assistance invaluable. Unfortunately, I wouldn't know of anyone with such expertise. It's why I put up notices as I did. <laughs> That's what I'm paying you for. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. That makes perfect sense. Well, I'll get to it. Thank you so much for the accommodations. I will keep you posted. Very, very well. And he hands you a key. Cool. And a copy of the key. Alright, so I have now amongst my effects... The uh, key to 
not real properties or whatever it was called, real estate, something like that. Mr. Knott's <clears throat> offices. Okay, so I'm going to start setting up the evidence and sure. get that all squared away. Absolutely. Your your standard thumbtack and yarn scenario. And then it's time to follow up my next lead, I suppose. Are you doing that tonight? Or are you doing that in the morning? Um, let's see. Which one of my characteristics would indicate whether or not I have, <clears throat> excuse me, whether or not I have the intestinal fortitude, so to speak, to investigate this spooky ass shit at night? Well, I mean, you don't need to roll anything in particular to determine that. Oh, I mean, yeah. You could roll sanity if you want to see how that makes you feel about it or whatever, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking for kind of a guideline. Like, you know, like you can look at your characteristics are similar and, and based on, you know, the score, say, okay, this character would or would not approach this situation that way based on, you know, their score in that. Right. Like I said, other than sanity, there isn't a stat that would reflect that it's in the way you play your character. Okay, Call of so, Cthulhu doesn't really work that way. Oh, I see. Okay. TIL. Um, that means it's up to me, basically. It's my call. Okay. Um, I think that Carl's more um, rational, uh, careful side would say wait until dawn, wait until, like, daylight. But his explorer, wanderlust, you know, curious side would say, go check it out immediately, you know. Right. So he's going to decide to wait until morning and get some rest and then head out anyway. Okay. So in the morning... You find yourself heading to the neighborhood that the Corbett house is in. Okay. Correct? Well, I was saying he would decide to head out in the morning and then leave anyway. Oh, okay. I misunderstood what Sorry. you were saying. Sorry. Yeah, he, he would be like, no, no, I'll totally leave in the morning. That doesn't make any sense to go now. It's too spooky. And then he would sit, try to sleep, and, you know, be restless, and then just get up and go. Okay. So he's going to head over right away, ultimately. Okay. Um, it'll be more difficult to find public transportation at this time. Okay. Um, but you might be able to, like, hail a taxi or something like that. Okay, yeah. Take a cab. So you're able to get... Are you going straight to the house? Yes. Okay. So it's... um Compared to the buildings around it, it's a relatively small brick building. And it's overshadowed by taller, newer buildings um, on either side. It looks like the homes that were there had been sold and torn down and rebuilt into something new. Okay. Um, the buildings on all sides. So I assume... I assume that it has three neighbors one behind it and one on either side because you wouldn't be able to see behind it okay especially at this time so in front there's just the street right so there's no like house or neighbor in front right so you see a building on either side mm -hmm. 
You can see vaguely in the rear some overgrown plantings, um, but you can't see very far because it's very dark. What about across the street? Uh, Across the street are, again, kind of some older houses mixed in with some newer buildings that have been replacing those older buildings. Okay. So what time is it about right now, according to my pocket watch? Um, I would say it's definitely after 8 o'clock. What time do you want to call it? We can call it 8.22. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll actually look both ways and trot across the street to the building across the street from the property that has the best direct view of the property. Sure. And just take a look at like is it an apartment building is it a house an office a business what's going on with it like um it appears to be a building that's a newer construction um and it is like a little office sort of complex okay does it appear to be open right now does there appear to no. be anyone home so to speak no it does not appear to be occupied okay well i'll take out my um handy dandy uh, notebook, okay. Uh, pocket notebook journal. Sure. And I'm making a note of um what is across the street from the Corbett house. Like if there's any signage or anything like that, and what the address is and that sort of thing. All right. So you're able to get an address. Uh, there's some simple signage on it that just states. Um, that it's, I don't know, make up a name for this office complex if you want to. Okay. We'll call it, so it's just like a, an office building sort of thing that maybe rents out suites to different whatever. So there's like sub listings of various names and business names and things like that underneath with like unit letters. Okay. So we're going to call it the MacArthur building. Like that's what's sure. on the, the facade in the stonework, you know? And then on the, on the front, there's a sign with a sweet sweets listing. Right. Of this and that business and whatnot. And I'm not going to write all that down. Right. I'll just remember this is the address. And if I come back during business hours, perhaps I can, you know, speak with someone sure. if I need to. Absolutely. Okay. So, next, uh, if it looks fairly deserted, like I'm not going to alarm anybody by lurking around, I'm going to investigate the exterior of the building as much as possible as far as around the back. Which the building? The, the Corbett building. Okay. So, looking at it from the other side of the street, you notice that it seems to kind of withdraw into the shadows, especially as it's kind of flanked by these larger buildings. Mm-hmm. Approaching, you can see that there is kind of a half-fallen arbor in the back. Um, The entire garden is overgrown. It has not been tended in quite some time. Hmm. Um, And there's quite a bit of distance between the Corbett house and the neighbor behind. Okay. So it's kind of a a big overgrown backyard. Exactly. All right. Now, is there... There are side yards. I mean, I can see this kind of from the front. 
But, no, you said you were walking around the building. Yeah, so it's just kind of foregone that I can walk around. Yes, the there's side no fence without or anything, fence or other. Yep. In, in inhibitions. You do okay. notice that all the windows are curtained. Okay. Uh, so you cannot see inside. All right. Um, but without doing any more specific investigations, that's all you would notice offhand. Yeah, I'm just wanting to reconnoiter the perimeter, so to speak, and look at the the grounds surrounding it, get the lay of the land, and sure. see what's in the backyard and that sort of deal. So, am I in the backyard now? That's up to you. Okay, so I like to keep walking. Yeah, I mean, I was describing yard. it to you considering that you had walked all the way around the building. But, okay. I mean, so you can be wherever you want to be. I'd like to investigate the backyard further. Okay. As far as what's in here, if there's a back entrance of any sure. kind. Yep. There is um, definitely... There's um, kind of a side door almost, like a mudroom door. Mm-hmm. Let me grab a map for you. Man, I should have gotten like... Like Mr. Knott would have had keys to his own property. I should have gotten those from him. But he I gave forgot. you the key to the house. Oh. He That's did? part of your inventory from your introduction. Oh goodness. Okay. Gives you the keys, the address, and to you know. That's my bad. No, you're good. So there isn't a door in the back back of the house, but there is that kind of rear side door. Um beyond besides the front door proper. Okay. There are also windows um, all the way around the house. On the bottom floor, they're mostly on the front and side, like right side of the building, if you want to think of it that way. And on the second floor, there's windows on both sides of the building. Okay. Um, and then in the backyard itself. Yes. Overgrown, not tended to. Right. Is there any... Fountains, furniture, decoration. I mean, what are we looking at here? Like I said, the only thing of note um, at the, that you can really see at this time is that there's a half-fallen arbor. What's an arbor? It's like a trellis that plants grow on. It makes an archway. Okay, cool. Learn something new every day. <laughs> Multiple somethings. Okay, uh, so there's a half-fallen arbor and that's it. Right, and then just a bunch of overgrown plantings. There's no, like, shed, really, that you can see or anything like that. So there's no outer buildings or structures no. of note other than the arbor, and then there's just, like, planters and whatnot, and, like, overgrown right. with whatever. And, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Flagstones, maybe, and that sort of stuff. But otherwise, nothing significant, big. Well, even any flagstones that would be out there, like maybe you see some remnants of them, mm-hmm. um, but most of what you're walking on is overgrown plants. Okay. So I'm going to actually try the back door, the mudroom door, not the front door. Okay. So things that you notice um, about the door when you go to it is it looks like there was an original lock on the door. You can tell it's older, kind of matches the house. Mm-hmm. And you see multiple additional locks have been added. Oh, okay. Hmm. And how many keys do I have? You have one key. So I assume when I turn the knob, maybe it turns like it isn't locked. Right. But the rest 
are and the door is fast? Yeah, there are bolts, basically. Okay. Holding the door in place. Okay. I'm going to call it the back, quote-unquote, door. Okay. All right. Um, because we cannot open it. So beyond the locks, you notice that the door has a window set in it, but that window is also curtained. Window that's curtained. Mm. Window. Curtained. I take copious notes. I don't know <laughs> if that's the proper way to play this game, but... No, you should be taking a lot of notes, because then otherwise you miss things. Yeah, I, I forgot I had the key, and that was straight up, you know, printed out for me, so... Anyhow, um, alright, there's nothing for it but to walk around the other side of the house to get back to the front. Alright, so as you do, you pass multiple windows, all of them with drawn curtains. Okay. Or closed curtains. Is it closed when they're drawn, or is that open? <laughs> uh, I, I think they're, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they're covering the windows, so you yes. can't see inside. They're obfuscating my view yes. of the interior of the domicile. And then circling back around to the front, um, passing yet another window, you get to the front door. Okay. And I'm going to try this first. There's no sense in trying to unlock it if it's not locked. Uh, it is locked. Chica, chica. Okay. And just like the mudroom door or the side door, the back door, whatever you want to call it, um, you see... That beyond the original lock, the front door has four additional bolts installed. Uh, I see. Okay. Hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to get in here. Well, you haven't tried your key. Oh. That. That's true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I just kind of was assuming that, you know, one key, one lock. and But yeah, let's try the key on these locks. The key does work in the locks. All, all right. I mean, hey, cool. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, so having unlocked the door, I will proceed into the house. All right, so opening the door, I mean, it's very dark inside because mm -hmm. all of the curtains are closed. Right. Um, and it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see that the front door opens into a long hallway, which has doors that open into it from both sides along the hallway. Okay. So immediately to your right, there's a door, a double door. And then on your left, there is a smaller single door. Okay. So we have a little entrance. So there's the front door. Yes. And then immediately to my right, there's another door. Yes. And then to my left, what did you say? There is. Well, to your right is a double door. A double door. Okay. And to your left, there is a smaller single door. I see. Okay. Uh, all right. Are there any um, light switches or anything like that in here at all? Yes. Okay. I'll try to turn the lights on. All right. You do. And the lights flicker and then come to life. Okay. So I can look around and see what's going on now. Yep. So you can see that, obviously, the doors that I told you about. Looking further down the hallway, you see two more doors on the left. So it's kind of a, a hallway sort of entry. Yes. 
and one more door on the right, far farther down the hall. And you think you can see what looks like stairs at the far end of the hallway. Okay. Are they going up or down? Uh, the ones that you can see appear to go up. Okay. But there is a door across from them. Um, a, a door, like, at the top, or so like across from... Across from those stairs, on the other side of the hallway. The door, okay. <laughs> the the stairs are, like, kind of perpendicular to you. Okay, I got you. I can draw you a map if you want. I'm kind of making a map myself here. Um, so... I see some stairs that go up, and then across from there, there's another door. Yes. So, kind of like that, kind of. Oh, okay, I see. The stairs that are going up are on the other side. Okay. But yes, that's that looks about right. Got it. I need to keep my, my bearings in this sort of uh, situation. And then we have a door across from it. Three doors on the left, three doors on the right. That is correct. The first two are double doors, and then there's stairs across from the third door on the right. Right. And they're the outside door that you found, that is not the front door, would mm -hmm. be on the left side of the building. Okay. Towards the back. Got it. All right. Well, I'm not going to open any doors just yet. I'm going to stick to the main areas and explore as far as I can without opening any doors. Okay. Walking down the hallway, um, you see that all the doors are currently closed. Okay. Um, the stairs at the end of the hallway that go up on your left side go up to the second floor. And on the right, there is a Pretty nondescript door, but you would associate that maybe with going down to a basement or a coal room or something like that. Okay, so the door a, a, across from the stairs. Yes. Okay. Possibly to cellar. Okay. And you can see that the door to across from the stairs has three bolts. Okay. Does my key work in those? Are you testing it? Yes. Yeah, your key does appear to work in those. Okay. So I'll unlock one and it works and I'll relock it and okay. then test it that way. Yeah. So I'm not unlocking all of them. Sure. Et cetera. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll leave it the way I found it. Okay. Locked or otherwise. Sure. Okay. So it's locked. Okay. Just to be fair, is that, I mean, is that how I found it is what I'm asking? Yes, it's locked. Okay, cool. All right, uh, so it looks like that's it for here. I mean, unless there's anything else of note, you know, paintings, chests, and drawers, anything like that. The no, this hallway's pretty nondescript. Okay, cool. Uh, up to the second floor, then, it seems. All right, you're going to go straight upstairs? Well, there's nowhere else I can go here without opening doors and stuff. Right. So, yeah, upstairs. All right, so going upstairs, you can see that there is another hallway at the top of the stairs. But unlike downstairs... You have windows on your right, and then the doors to rooms on your left. And there are four doors 
Okay, so this is a hallway. Because the stairs kind of L up from the downstairs. So you're basically doubling back upstairs. So you're facing the front door when okay. you get to the top of the landing. If that makes sense? Yes. Okay. Kind of turns around like this. So if these are the stairs that go up, these would be the stairs that go down. Right. And then it kind of exactly goes around. Because the stairs are the kind that go up and bust 90 degrees. Right. And then, okay. Exactly. Cool. All right. So you were saying... On your right are windows. Okay. And on your left are four doors. And how many windows are there? Just two, There are three. three windows on the right side. Okay. Right. So that would be this side because it's like yes, outside of the house. That's correct. And then there's how many doors you said? Four doors. One, two, three, four. Okay. Okay, cool. And then that's and then it just ends the hallway. Yep. So I can terminate that end there. Yep. Alright, so the curtains are drawn. Yes. I'm gonna say drawn means they're closed. They are closed. Okay. Um I'll go up to the first window and open the the curtains. Alright. So opening the curtain of the nearest window, mm -hmm. um, you look out at, obviously there's the building across from you on the side of the uh, house. Okay. And you can see the side yard, which is overgrown. And you recognize kind of right below that window is mm -hmm. where that outside door would be. Okay. So it's safe to assume that the mudroom is below that spot. Yes. And if you'd like, you can make a spot hidden roll. Yes, I would. I'd like to make any rolls I possibly can. So are you not saying that you're doing anything in particular, so I'm just going to volunteer you to look around? No, that that's fine. You know, I'm learning this system here, so yeah. I, I thought I would say I'd, I'd like to look out the window. But right. Okay. <clears throat> but this is still our uh, D100 system? Yes. Okay. So you want to roll under your spot hidden value. Okay. I'm like, Where's my other D10? I found it. Okay. My spot hidden value is 25. So I'm right. trying real, real hard. Here we go. 62. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you look around. It's dark outside. It's kind of spooky in here. Mm -hmm. Don't see anything. No. Okay. Uh, all right. So I make, I'm going to make a note, you know, I'm taking like mental notes, I guess, at sure. this point, that the mud room is probably below where I'm standing. Right. Uh, and go same thing um, on the next window. All right. So, again, you open the window. You see kind of that side yard overgrown area that leads to that exterior door. Um, would you like to make a spot hidden roll? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think that's 106, <laughs> or is it 6? That's ot 6. Okay, so that's ot 6, so that's a really good roll. So Is it under any of your small numbers? Um, It's under the top small number, which is 12. Right, so it's, that's a hard success. Okay, cool. I got a hard success. So you notice that the window is nailed shut from the inside. 
Okay. Alright. So, so far there's a lot of defenses against external intruders. Or, well, I mean, I guess or it could be to keep things in, you know. Who knows? Logically. Alright. So, if I kind of lean back and glance back at the other window, now that I know, like, kind of what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. um, can I see that the other window is nailed shut? That is correct. The other window is also nailed shut from the inside. All right. So I kind of heard a phone ringing. I don't know if I'm going nuts or what, because we don't have a phone. So there's that, uh... there, you, there's some strange sounds in the house as you walk through it. Some some creaks and things that you're noticing. You think there may be like a grandfather clock downstairs because you can hear a faint ticking. Okay. As you progress through the house? Yeah. I can, in like a music box? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'll check out the third window, same, same. Yep, so you go to the third window, throw back the curtain. The window is nailed shut from the inside. Yeah, I'm definitely hearing a music box. And I heard a phone ring. I know I did. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so let's go back downstairs. Okay. And there's there's no grandfather clock or anything in any of these hallways. Not in the hallways, no. And the sound doesn't appear to be coming from any particular direction. Would you like to make a listen roll? I would. And listen is something I'm good at. Oh, well, there you go. So I only have to roll uh, below 70. So, oh, hopefully you can do that. Let's see what happens. 27. All right. And uh, how below your numbers is that? Um, it is a hard success because hard success threshold is 35. Nice. So going back down to the main floor and like really stopping in the silence for a moment, not creaking on the old wood and things like that. Mm-hmm. You are certain that that clock sound is coming from the room now on your left, closest to the front door. Oh, okay. That was going to be my, um, the double doors. Yes. Okay, that was going to be my destination anyway. Awesome. Coincidentally enough. So, um, yeah, let's, let's go up to those double doors and see if we can open them up. All right. So, they, um, they can be just basically pushed open. Okay. And you see inside um, conventional modern furnishings. Okay. There's a radio, mm -hmm. which appears to be on at a low volume. All right. Um, there's a couch. There are overstuffed chairs. And you see that the room is kind of lined with shelves containing various knickknacks. So is this like a rectangular room or like a square room? It's or... a large rectangular room. Okay. And on the far side, like away from the front door... Mm -hmm. There is an open archway into the next room, which appears to be a dining room. Okay. And there is another open but smaller archway to mm -hmm. the room beyond that, which from here, based on the color scheme and the change in flooring and things like that, you think may be the kitchen. Okay. So does this... 
look to be a fair representation of what we're looking at here. I mean, not to scale, but yes. Okay. And that's yeah. fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you said there's a couch and a radio and all that yeah. kind of stuff. You see a large grandfather clock, obviously. Okay. Um, and looking around, you can't really help but notice there is a large quantity among the knickknacks of crosses, crucifixes, images of the Virgin, and other Catholic artifacts. Hmm. I'd like you to make a listen roll. I can make a listen roll. I can listen my butt off. 69, dude. So I just barely passed my listen check. It is not a, a hard success. Yeah, it's a regular success. Yeah. So as you're kind of looking around, you see that the radio is left on and it's making kind of an eerie, soft sound, especially because there's no real programming on right now. Mm-hmm. So it's like something between static and occasional tones. Okay. Um, You suddenly hear a noise from upstairs. It seems like a subtle, like, clop-clop, like a bit of a banging or a footstep, maybe. Okay. Mm, that is interesting. I'm going to turn the radio off. Okay. If I can. I would like to turn the radio off. All right, you turn the radio off. Okay. Uh, next, I would like to investigate or otherwise check out um, the clock. All right. So the clock is kind of your typical grandfather clock. It has some ornate carvings on the outside um, around the corners of the exterior. Um, You can see the counterweights inside through the glass of the doors. Okay. And it is currently running. Does it seem to indicate the correct time cross-referenced with my pocket watch? It seems very close to the time on your pocket watch. Okay. Well, then, is there anything I can take from it? Like, I can open it? Is there a cabinet? Uh, in the grandfather clock? Yeah. Yeah, you can open that front door where the mechanism is inside. There's a pendulum. Yes. Okay. Does pendulum detach? Is it an amulet? Does it seem remarkable in any way? What are you looking for specifically? I'm looking for... So uh, just to give you a heads up, like I'm happy to help you with these roles, but typically in Call of Cthulhu you say, I would like to use this skill to try to do this thing. Okay. Um... Let's see. So there's not like an investigate. Uh, I guess, I guess I could try spot hidden to see if there's any sort of uh, anything out of place, or artifact, unusual. or anything out of place, unusual. Like, is the pendulum like an amulet or something like that? Sure. Does it have a f- weird symbol on it that's like that matches the symbol? You know, already right. that I've that I've already discovered, etc. Sure. So I will uh, try. I would like to try a uh, spot hidden. I guess. Yeah. Um. This is the only other thing I could think of is a cult, but. And you can use a cult if you're specifically looking for those kind of signs or symbols. Uh. Yeah. I mean, I am. Okay. Then use a cult. Okay. So we have to be a thirty. 
Oh, and don't forget to check your listen since you did make your listen roll. Oh, yeah. Duly checked. All right, 83. So, yeah, that is a fail. All right. So it doesn't appear that there is anything otherworldly or um, there's no strange symbols uh, that you can find anywhere on the mechanism or the clock itself. Okay. Um, growing up in this time period, especially growing up in the household that I grew up in, do I know about grandfather clocks and their operation, their basic operation at all, like not necessarily repairing it or whatever, but I just want to know, like, if I stop the pendulum, will that, like, make it basically stop keeping time or will it, like, break it or whatever? Because I don't know. Right. You could stop it. It's motion. You could do so. Okay. Can you manually move the, the hands on the clock face? Without yeah, damaging there's, it? There's another door up top and you could do that to like set the time like you would for changing for daylight savings or something like that. There's that phone again. <laughs> okay. I'd like to stop the pendulum. Sure. And manually set the clock hands to 12. Okay. So that it's obvious, you know, if it's not, you know, doing its thing anymore. Okay. So you've stopped it, so even though you've moved the hands to 12, there is no chiming that occurs. Okay, right. Cool. Uh, good. And of course, the, the tick-tock has stopped when I stopped the pendulum. Right. Is that right? That is correct. Okay. Uh, next is the shelves. Okay. And um, here again, I would like to look for anything um, specific in terms of are there any artifacts here that seem um, like artifacty or are they all knickknacks I'm trying to separate the grain from the chaff sure. with my occult expertise absolutely so I'm going to try to roll under 30 for that if that's okay you can try you can certainly try. <laughs> All right, that is a 40. So, so close. But, no, not quite. Yeah, there's a mixture of figurines, um, religious icon iconography, very Catholic in nature, um, some photo frames. Uh, it seems like a typical collection of knickknacks from a family of catholic people okay um so you said there's like rosaries and stuff like that there are crosses and crucifixes some images of the virgin and other various catholic sort of artifacts okay but no rosaries not not here no not here okay well are there any smallish um crucifixes that could fit in my like coat or jacket pocket sure yeah okay i'll go ahead and grab one i mean what can it hurt sure crucifix because i don't know that that's gonna do any good but or bad whatever we'll right see. no that's fine uh so radio shelves and grandfather clock is and couch 
Right. Is all I have as the contents, quote unquote, of this room. Right. Uh, I mean, I'll check the couch. I want to give it a once over, see if there's anything between the cushions or anything like that. Or Go anything. Ahead and make a spot hidden roll. Out of the ordinary, you know, not necessarily a cult, but just, you know what I mean? Right. So spot hidden for me is uh, 25. Oh, sweet. 16. Um, That's not a hard success, but it is a success. All right. And that one's already checked, right? Yes. Okay. So looking through the couch, you don't find anything really strange. You do find a handful of coins. Oh, okay. So. I mean, uh, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to pocket those. I think I'll just leave those where they are. Okay. But other than that, nothing. Okay. And do I check this again? How does that work? No, if it's checked, it's checked. Oh, okay. And we'll resolve the check marks at the end of this adventure. At the end of the session. Okay. All right. Uh, let's proceed into the dining room then. Because, I mean, I'm assuming that as far as I know, I'm done in here. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and make a listen check. Listen. What's my listen score again? 70. Okay. 41. Uh, not quite a hard success, but still, that'll do. You hear what sounds almost like furniture being pushed upstairs. Okay. Um, so I feel like as Carl, I'm not super rattled by that, um, because I know that there's spooky stuff going on here. Right. And... With an occult score of 30, I'm not exactly uninitiated. Right. So um, that's not really going to rattle me, you know. I'm kind of expecting this sort yeah, of I've not asked you stuff. for a sanity roll. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to fake the funk like I have nerves of steel or anything. It's just given the circumstances. Right. He, he kind of would be like, that, that kind of is par for the course with this context. Okay. Is is all. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. So um he'll kind of notice that, like, ugh, and then move into the dining room. Okay. So the dining room has a long mahogany table. There is a sideboard and there are seven chairs. You see that there are three place settings at the table currently that are not that are unused. But you see that there is um, a terrine on the table. Okay. With scraps of what looks like was at one time a rice-based soup that has started to rot. Hmm. That is interesting because no one's lived here for two years. No, the Macarios were here. Not too long ago. Oh, okay. All right. My unpublished story is why I said that. But when it says that they left almost immediately, it doesn't necessarily mean like between 1918 and 1920. Like almost immediately was closer to 1920. Right. Okay. 
means they weren't there for very long. In those times, you didn't move around very much. Because normally you bought a house. Right. And you lived there for 50 years. Like your family forever lived right. in the house. Yeah. Like you yeah. died and your kids stayed living there. Right. Whatnot. Okay. Okay. So almost immediately being synonymous with two years in this context makes perfect sense. Sure. Okay. Okay. So I've got that there's a table with three settings. Uh a soup terrine with soup that is rotting. That is correct. Um, on kind of the sideboard, mm-hmm. you notice that there is a telephone. Okay. But there does not seem to be anything else of interest in this room. I would like to pick up the telephone and listen to it. Go ahead and make a listen roll. Is the telephone one of those old timey kind with like the hand held and then like the earpiece that's separate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yep. Cool. I'm going to listen at the phone. Uh, 11. So that is a like double hard success or whatever. That's lower it's than my. An extreme success. Okay. There you go. <laughs> is it the, oh, under the smallest number? Yes. Okay. So. As you pick it up for a moment, you just hear kind of a soft tone. Um, And then there's a click. And you hear the operator pick up. How can I connect you? Uh, I actually um, was just picking up the phone after it was knocked over. I don't need a connection. Thank you. Very well. Good evening. I forgot to do my voice as well. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Click. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that because i'm getting like rattled by this game it's like kind of spooky so <laughs> all right uh so i didn't really hear anything supernatural or out no, of the ordinary or not really functioned like a normal phone yes okay i'll it's cool i'll hang it up and put it you know back down sure because back in those times you picked up the whole shebanga bang and you know yeah yeah it had okay. like a 20 foot long cord so that you could take it <laughs> I, I, I wonder if people paced around while they're on the phone back then like they do now i think so i think it's just human nature mm-hmm. to do that fair enough uh okay and that is is that it for this room yeah that i can notice i mean unless you want to do something else well what are, the, what are the things I can interact with in here? Is there like a chandelier? Is there like decorations? There's a table with three settings and chairs. Uh, there's seven chairs. I say there is an overhead light in here, but it's not like a chandelier by any means. It's just a, a light fixture. Right. Nothing special. Okay. A soup terrine with rotting soup, a sideboard with a telephone. Correct. That's it. That's it. Okay. I mean, other than follow. There are two windows on the outside wall of the room. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's open the windows and check them out. And now You're we're opening the window. No, 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 no. The draw the uh, open the curtains. Okay, so you open the curtains and check for nails in being nailed the shut. The windows are nailed shut from the inside. Okay, so this is a very common, yeah, in this house. Um, number one, good to know. Number two, does the view out of the window appear normal? It does match up with the kind of overgrown exterior that you walked around the house to reach the front door again after you had circled the house. 
so you don't notice anything strange. Okay. Except for a snoring dog making <laughs> creepy noises. <laughs> so, and, all right. Uh, and, and then that, that's it really. What I'd like to do is kind of visually, if possible, follow the phone cord just to the sure. wall. Like, and it's like, can I see that it plugs into the wall? Yes. Okay. Cool. Because if it's not connected and I talk to Mabel, the operator, that is freaky. Right. But Wireless it's... technology. <laughs> yeah. It seems normal right now. So we're good. All right. Is there anything else that you'd like to look at? Uh, no. I, was, I think checking the, the phone cord is about all that would occur to me. So uh, going into the kitchen is where I'm at next. All right. So walking into the kitchen, you can see that it transitions from the wood flooring to a tile sort of setup, which goes halfway up the wall. Okay. It's a pretty conventional kitchen for the time. There's an ice box, a mm. wood-fed stove, an oven, and a larder. Okay. Um, mm. You think some of the foodstuffs in here may still be edible, but the produce in here is um, either spoiled or half rat-eaten. I see. Okay. I just, I don't know that there's anything in here to really investigate, but I'm gonna, I'd, I'd like to take a look around uh, to see if I can spot anything that may be hidden among <laughs> the various <laughs> <laughs> items in here. So that means... I, do I just make a general spot hidden check to check the room? Or you do can. I have to go to each component and no, do it? you can make a general spot hidden check for anything that would be outwardly visible. Okay. Like a spot hidden check wouldn't work for something inside a cabinet, for example. But Okay, let's let's do it. Let's, let's take a look. I have to roll below uh, 25 for this. So, wish me luck. Yeah. 27. Oh, oh, so close. No, uh, compared, I mean, really the last couple of rooms that you've been in have seemed pretty tame. Uh, the only thing of note is that obviously it looks like the tenants left in a hurry. Okay. Yeah, we're getting a real Wayland yutani vibe off of this here where there's like Cups of coffee and bitten into donuts just laying around. Yep. That sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. So that is actually an interesting observation that they, when they left, they didn't like pack up their shit and like move out. They like bailed spur of the moment style. Right. Okay. Because that's... That's different. They bugged out. They didn't move out. Right. All right. Again, of, of the items in here, you know, there's things with drawers and doors and stuff like that. Sure. Uh, I'm just going to give it a, a once-over. I'd like to give it a once-over as far as looking into anything I can open and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's fine. So, opening the fridge, you see a portal to the other <laughs> room. No. Uh <laughs> You open up the cabinets and the icebox and everything, the stove, and you see, especially in cabinets and the icebox, remnants of food that was here. 
Um, but there doesn't seem to be anything strange or otherwise out of place. So, opening the icebox, if I see four pudding cups, I would like to enjoy the contents of one of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's pre-pudding cup, sorry. It's a sad time. It's it's a sad time for, for Mr. Loft here, who does love his pudding cups. Okay, uh, so there's no door out. There is a door out room. of the kitchen. That's uh, that far uh, door I, that you saw. I see. So the door that was possibly to the cellar from the hallway is actually into the kitchen. No, there is a kitchen door, and then there's the door across from the stairs. So okay. three doors total in that side. Um, one into the living room, one into the kitchen, one to the cellar. Uh, okay. So we have this door here that's in the hallway. Mm-hmm. That one goes into the kitchen from the hallway? Yes. And then this archway goes into the kitchen? Yes. And there's another door like here maybe? Here, let me update your map for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. My cartography skills are entirely unremarkable. And that's a personal note because cartography is not on my character sheet at all. So what I've done is taken out the door that was in the dining room because there is no door out of the dining room. Okay. And then there's a kitchen door. And then there's kind of like a cutout in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And there's a door outside in the hallway there to the cellar. So there's no way to like access that from the kitchen. No. To go out into the hallway and then bust a U-turn to get into. Right. Okay. Cool. And we should put all these maps online or something like that in (laughs) case people want to see what we're we're looking at here and follow along. Yeah. Follow along at home. Your parents put it together. Okay. Um cool. I I you know, I don't know, other than windows or anything like that, I feel like I'm done here. Yeah, there's one window in the kitchen. Um nailed shut. Yes. Ooh. Uh, Is there a sink? There is. Like a faucet, tap, etc. There is bathroom there's no sink um <laughs> <laughs> uh no there is a sink with a tap okay uh i'm gonna try the tap to see if water comes out it does come out yes does it seem there's like a sound that it makes like mm-hmm. and then the water comes out the rattling pipes jigga, 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 yeah jigga, jigga. <laughs> old school house type of yep. stuff Okay, cool. Does the water look like clear, like normal water? It looks like water. All right, cool. I'll go ahead and turn it off. Sure. Uh, Cool. So I'm going around opening the drapes on every window that I encounter. Yes, you are. And leaving them open. Okay. Just for the record. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Cool. Let's, uh, Let's make a listen check. Ooh, a listen check. El Chequio del Escucha. All right. 81. I failed. Okay. Carry on. Okay. I would like to exit the door between the kitchen and the hallway. Okay. And go upstairs to the second floor hallway. Sure. And... Actually, 
Let me back that up if I can. Sure. Just rewind that. Okay. I'm going to go out the kitchen door into the first floor hallway. Yes. Proceed back down the hallway to the first door on the left from the main door. Okay. So the one across from the living room? Yes. Okay. So. Go ahead. Opening the door. Mm-hmm. You see it is a room filled with boxes and junk, rusted water tanks, a couple of old bicycles, and at the right end of the room is a cupboard boarded shut. I see. Okay. Creepy ice maker noises creep me out. I'm the one storytelling this one, and I'm like, (laughs) 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 it's a ghost. (laughs) So this is kind of a storage room, it sounds like. Can I call it a storage room? You may call it a storage room. And there's a boarded up cupboard? Yes. Okay. There is a cupboard at the right end of the room, and it is board- boarded shut. Boarded shut cup board. Okay. I'm going to proceed. I'd like to proceed to the cupboard. Yeah, you can like climb over and some of the junk. Yeah, move mm-hmm. some things out of the way. Sure. And- Okay. And uh it's it's boarded up so is it like has two by fours across the doors like right. nailed into it. Um it looks like it's flimsier bits of wood than that. It looks like this was not a modern change to the room. It looks like these boards have been in place for a long time. Okay. And they're kind of scrap wood nailed in place. All right. So can, can I prize them off with my you hands? Can prize them off with your hands okay so i don't have to break out the bowie knife to try and pry them off no. or smash them with apart. time it would not be difficult to remove the boards okay so i'm going to actually check my pocket watch and you may see what time it reports i don't know with i would say you're slowly and carefully moving through the house so let's call it around 9 30 it's been about an hour is that fair yeah, that sounds perfect. I mean, from my perspective, time is progressing normally. Yes. But as a an amateur occult investigator, I know that sometimes, I, I'd like to think, and correct me here, feel free, please, to correct me, I, I think that I might have read somewhere that sometimes you can go into a strange place and time can pass differently inside it compared to outside so i'm making these time (laughs) checks yeah because you have some leftover issues from your last adventure (laughs) yes okay (laughs) that's fine (laughs) so you know i I, if i don't want to be surprised if my pocket watch says oh it's 5 30 in the morning and then i walk out of the house you know and it's like been 10 minutes or something like that no that's fine you know, or it's two days later and it's only been three hours. Currently, you know, sort of there you don't seem to notice any time dilation of any kind. Okay. All right. So here we are in the storage room and I'm going to... I'd like to prize the boards from the cupboard with my hands. Okay. So you're able to kind of pull them off relatively easily and put them aside. So, can I open the cupboard now? Yeah. You open the cupboard, and you see that it is empty, but for three bound books within. 
What's a butt for? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, three bound, bound books. books within. So books have binding, and that just means that that's like what the cover is made. It's out not like loosely so files, on. is what I'm saying. Okay, so it's all right. Or um, like a spiral notebook or anything. Got it. Three bound books. books. Yeah. Books. Book like books. Actual book books. Yes. Okay. Uh, fantastic. I'd like to pick up the first one. You like, may. So are they stacked? Your hands fall off. No. <laughs> <laughs> hands fall off. They fly into the air and begin to slap you about the <laughs> uh, Are they stacked vertically or horizontally? They're like floor stacked. Yeah. So on top of so each other. So there's one on top. Yes. Okay. I'd like to uh, grab the one on top. You grab it. And pick it up. Okay. And move it to in front of me and open it. Like the cover? Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'll look at the cover first. I'm asking if you're opening just the cover or if you're opening to a page. No, no, no. I I misspoke. I'd like to look at the cover first. Okay. To see if it says anything. It's completely plain leather bound book. Three books. Okay. One. All right. The first one is plain, and it's leather. Yes. Or appears to be leather. <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll just open the cover to the, the cover page. Right. And see if it's blank or On the inside anything. of the cover, there is printed, if found, return to, and in a neat hand is written, W. Corbett. Okay. I see. Seems like a journal or a ledger or similar. So I'm just going to start leafing through this, like, one page. Okay. Um, the format makes you think this is some sort of diary. Okay. Um, they are in English, but the wording is kind of strange. Maybe dated, but maybe also just kind of a natural use of some of the language. Um... Flipping through some of the pages, you do catch references to occult experiments. You think that to read through these journals in any significant way would take you at least a day. Yeah, absolutely. I just kind of wanted to ascertain what it is, you know, and then put it in my pack. It seems to be the personal journals of one W. Corbett and his... Strange and occult experiments. Okay. And book number two? Same thing? Yeah, what I'm saying is the the sum of those three books seem to be his journals. Okay. Same. So they're they're all basically the same. Yeah, the continuations of the last. Okay. Journals of W. Corbett. Okay. I'm going to keep all of them. Okay. And in the storage room, I'd like to look around, if possible, to see if there's anything else hidden or similar about the room. Absolutely. 16, baby. So that is not a hard success, but it is a good success. Okay. So looking around the room, it's clear that... um, the people that were living here never even really looked at this cabinet. 
they just use this kind of front storage space to put odds and ends and old bits from the house and things like that. Uh, it was just used as storage. There's nothing of particular interest. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, and no windows in here or anything like that. No I mean, windows. There's no windows in the Mm-mm. storage room. There are no windows on this side. Okay. Uh, yeah, back out into the hallway, please. You are able to get into the hallway. <laughs> All right, and then there is the next door next to it. And being very methodical yeah, in my investigation is what I'd like to be doing here. So opening the door, you can see that this room contains much older wooden furniture. It looks like the house was probably at least partially furnished when the Macarios moved in. And they took out some of the old furnishings when they moved in their own and put the old stuff in this room. So it certainly is, if you were easily spooked, it's a strange room because it's just a bunch of old chairs and things like that with like sheets over them and stuff like that. Oh no. And like full length mirrors with sheets over them that have a somewhat human profile. Right. Spooky. So it's not a pleasant room. So I kind of get the heebie-jeebies being in here. I mean, a little, you might if you were... Not a paranormal investigator who is unfazed by <laughs> clamorings upstairs. <laughs> I mean, I did say that I, I thought that that was plausible, but right. I mean, you know, that that can be overridden if it's more <laughs> plausible that I would feel, you know, yeah. shaken. You're fine. Okay. So it looks like there's just old furniture covered with sheets. Yes. In here. And some things aren't covered, so you can see, like, faded upholstery on wooden chairs and things like that. And there's no windows. No window. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll give it a, a once over again as well with sure. anything hidden as well sure. in here. Here we go. 78. Nothing out of the ordinary here (laughs) that I can see. It looks like furniture. It looks like this is a storage room, but rather for odds and ends, it specifically has been used to move the old furniture out of the the main rooms. All right. I would like to go back out into the hallway, please. You may. And into the third room. So this is definitely kind of a mudroom area. You can see overcoats, hats, and umbrellas kind of hung on hooks and such along the walls. Um, You can see that there are galoshes on the floor um, that are children-sized galoshes. Okay. And you can also see several bags of coal, like, Mm. sitting on the floor. All right. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. So, and is there the door to the outside on yep. the far? So okay. you see the door to the outside with the the three bolts on it. So this is the the mud room, okay, that I had seen. And it's in the same sort of tile as the kitchen. Okay, coats, galoshes, umbrellas, umbrellas, what have you? Couple, few bags of coal. Okay. Can I give the uh, the coats a quick 
rifling, looking through the pockets. Sure. See if there's anything of note. Yeah, absolutely. Here. That's what I'd like to do. Okay. Um, is that a spot hidden or, I mean. Yeah. Well, if you're, yeah, you're looking for details you may have missed on first glance. So that's fine. Okay. And we go with spot hidden again. So if you're going to play Pulp Cthulhu, boys and girls, you might want to dump some points into spot hidden. Well, remember this first session that we're playing is an investigation heavy session. So there's a lot of spot hidden and research opportunities and things like that. And listen. And listen it. So I'm good at that at least. Right. Okay. And in our second one, it'll be a more action-based session. So you'll see the kind of two different styles. Okay. The juxtaposition of investigation versus action is, is uh, going to be interesting. I feel like my mundane uh, weapons and skills are, are going to be of little use, but we'll find out. Yeah, we will. So I rolled a 78. Uh, so that's not going to get me anywhere yeah. with pocket so, lint and whatnot. Yeah, rifling through, you find maybe an old receipt, but it's back before like they had business names printed on them and stuff. So it's just like numbers on a strip of paper. Okay. Um, nothing very useful. With like paid stamped on it. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay. And, and maybe a, a half-sucked peppermint covered in lint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I think we're done with the first floor, so that's back up. So immediately to the basement, right? I, no. Let's go in the basement. <laughs> what? Why? Don't Why? you want to go in the basement? I never want to go in the basement. <laughs> the basement in a haunted house is spooky. That's where... No, nothing bad ever happens in the basement. Sophie. Everything always bad <laughs> happens in the basement. Okay, okay. Mutated Let's go. spiders, Let's go speaking demons, um, <laughs> skeletons of you know wives who were brutally murdered by their husbands for her family's fortune. Oh, okay, so all sorts of stuff like that is always in. The I've basements. never, I've never heard of any of that. That's weird to me. But okay. Let's go upstairs instead. I'm, I'm sure that'll be fine. I'm gonna go upstairs. There's instead. been no strange noises upstairs at all. Yeah. I, I I agree. There's been strange noises upstairs, but the basement's where Dude Man is buried. What? So, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, you found a thing that said that, but who buries someone in a basement? Uh, <laughs> cultists, serial killers, <laughs> murderers, psychopaths, sociopaths, all, right, all sorts of people. Fine. Let's avoid the basement and go to the spooky upstairs. Just for now, we're going to go up to the spooky upstairs. All right. Go ahead. Okay, so um, there's four doors. There are. Uh, and I'm just going to take them in order. Uh, one closest to you first? One closest okay. to the stairs. So opening the hmm, door. Actually. Okay. Would it make sense to walk to the end of the hall and work my way back to the stairs? That's always up to you. Hmm. Yeah, let's do that. Let's walk to the end of the hall. You're probably only going to die in one of the rooms. And work my so. way back. Well, I can only die once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're going to start at the end and work your way back to the stairs. Yes. Okay. So you're going to the far door. That's correct. All right. Opening the door, you see a quite ordinary bedroom. There's a double bed, a bookshelf, and a window. There are crosses and candles on the surfaces of the room. 
And on the table beside the bed, you see a rosary and a prayer book. Okay, a prayer book. Now we're talking. I would like to look at the prayer book. All right. So there are, there's a, a bookmark in it. It looks like this is one that was used frequently before retiring for the evening. Um, and opening the book, you can see, um, obviously there are a lot of different prayers in here, but the bookmark is on a page specifically um, asking for the Lord's protection. Prayer book. Okay. I will add this to my knapsack pack as you, well. You may do so. Okay. Kept that. And did you say there was a rosary? There is a rosary next to the prayer book. Okay. Is there anything uh, out of the ordinary about this? Any modifications uh, on this at all? Scratches? Anything scratched or carved into it? And anything like that? I, I guess I could make a... Uh, you can make an occult roll if you want to. Occult roll. Yeah. That makes sense. And I have to beat 30. And I rolled a 40. Okay. It looks to you like a typical rosary. Although you don't have a lot of experience with them. Okay. Uh, I'll actually go ahead and put this around my neck and wear it like a necklace just for now. Okay. And the bed is made? It is. Okay. And is there a drawer in the nightstand? Or is it like it's just a little yeah, table? sure. Okay. I'd like to open the drawer if possible. Okay. Opening it, you can see that there is um, some, like a small jar of like a night cream, mm -hmm. it looks like. Mm -hmm. um, and um, a book, like just a novel of some sort. Mm, like a contemporary fiction right. sort of deal. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of leaf through it and shake it out, see if anything falls out of it. No. Nothing. Put it back. Okay. Put it back, close the drawer. And so bed, nightstand, prayer book, rosary. Anything else in here? There are some shelves. Shelves. And the shelves have our, um, a number of candles as well as more crosses and crucifixes, much like the living room downstairs. Okay. So uh, I'll go ahead and actually ignore those Okay. for now. And um, one thing I would like to do, though, is look under the bed. Okay. So if I, if Getting I may. Getting down on the floor. Yes. Peering under the sheets and the little dust ruffle. Besides some dust and dust bunnies, it appears to be vacant. Nothing but floor. Nothing but floor. <laughs> All right. Okay. I, I had to look. No, that's fine. <laughs> so let's get back into the hallway then. All right. And go into the next room. All right. Going into the next room, you see that there are two small beds. There are toys all over the floor. There are two dressers. Um, you can see pictures of aircraft and cowboys hung on the walls. Okay. So this is a children's room. It does appear so. With toys and such. Yes. And other children 
childlike decorations. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'd like to see if I can spot anything hidden here or out of the otherwise out of the ordinary. Sure. Is what I'm looking for. Sure. Anything to investigate. So I guess I'll try a spot hidden. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Shoosh, 97. (laughs) (laughs) It's not 100. So it's not a crit fail. True. So, um, no. It's, maybe you're just a little, like, opening the door to, like, this empty, like, just abandoned children's room. Gives you a little shudder. Mm. Especially opening that door at night. Like yeah. looking into a children's bedroom. Right. It's a little off putting. There's, there's no children, so. Right. Yeah. That is kind of weird. Okay. Well, back out into the hallway. Okay. And room number three. This room, unlike the others, is hardly furnished at all. Okay. You see a bed frame with a bare mattress and a dresser. Okay. Um, I would like you to roll 1d4, please. Oops. That wasn't the roll. I accidentally dropped it. That's fine. Two. As you look around the bare room, uh, just the barest of furnishings, not even really usable, Mm -hmm. you kind of step into the room and something drips onto your head. Ooh, that's not good. I will step, instead of stepping back out of the room into the hallway, I'll Mm -hmm. step further into the room. Okay. uh, And turn around and look up. All right. So looking up, you can see something dark dripping from the ceiling. Okay. Can I kind of wipe my head and see if I can look at my hand and see what has, you know. To you, it looks like blood. So it's like bright red because I turn on the lights in yeah. here, and every room has like lights in it and yeah. stuff like that. So it doesn't look black. Like yeah, and there's no puddle on the floor like or anything. That. Like it's been dripping. It started dripping when you walked in the room. Okay. Wow. Um, and there's nothing in here because uh, the the bare the mattress is bare and everything else, and there's no pillow pillowcase anything like that. So, okay. Um, No, it looks like they pretty much left this room alone. All right. Fair enough. Bear. Blood. Quote, unquote, blood dripping. And it continues to drip for a while as you kind of look around. Right. And then it stops. And it's like there was never blood at all, except for the blood on your hand and the blood on your forehead. Ooh. Okay. So that was definitely very freaky. I'm starting to get a little unnerved, I yeah. think. You know, that that I'm not necessarily prepared for. The strange sounds and whatever else. Let's go ahead and make fine. a sanity check. Okay, so you roll. You roll uh, your D100 and you want to get under your sanity value. And remember, the only thing that you've lost so far is out of your maximum, not your current value. Okay. So it should still be what you started with. 
Got it. I did not get under my score. <laughs> All right. So you lose one sanity. All right. So how does this sanity table work? Like I had 25 circled. I erased that and moved it to 23. No. So you still have 25. Well, you did have 25. Now you have 24. Okay. But your maximum went from 99 to 97. Oh, okay. So I can put a box around 97. Right. Or you can write it because I lost in that space above the sanity table. Okay. Max sanity is 97. All right. And start was 99? Your start sanity was 25. Okay. Got it. Because if you lose a lot of sanity in a session, you earn a derangement or an, a, a bout of insanity. Okay. So I started at 25. I'm now at 24 because I lost one. You lost one. Like current. Yes. And then I lost two max just now. No. What happened. You lost two max before when you read the book. I lost two max before and one current just now. Yes. Okay. Cool. This is a pretty in-depth, right. cool system. It seems... Mm, Kind of easy to pick up. Yeah. So it's not too bad once you get the hang of it. It's interesting. I think setting it up with all your little numbers and stuff is the hardest part. Mm. Yeah. There's definitely a little legwork to do for setup, but it seems worth it and straightforward. Sure. Okay. So that's room three. Yes. With the blood dripping. Yes. Well, there's no and, blood. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. There's still blood on my hand and on my forehead. Yeah, that's weird. But do I remember it dripping from the ceiling? You do. Okay. So I remember that. I'm not confused about where this came from, other than it's not there anymore. Right. But I have the evidence of this occurring. Yeah. Weird. Okay. There's a dresser? There's a dresser. Okay. I would like to open the dresser drawers and look on top of it and see what what's up with the dresser. Sure. So searching through the dresser, you find that it is empty. Okay. It is one empty dresser. Correct. Um, if I look at the floor, are there any scuff marks? Like it's been slid, slid around or anything like that? Make a spot hidden roll. I see. 92. I just love rolling super high. You're very shaken by the blood that was and now is not. Mm-hmm. Um... And looking around, the, it's like, it's a creepy, like, it's the old furniture, the original furniture from the room. It's like they closed this door and just never went in here. Um, and you can kind of see maybe why. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, back out into the hallway and into room number four. Opening the door, you see a bathroom containing a sink a bathtub, and a water closet with an overhead tank. Towels, small bottles of soap and things like that are still here. Okay. Um, and in numbers typical of a family of four sharing one bathroom. Okay. I'd like to clean up at the sink because I still have blood on my forehead and on my hand. All right. With a whine and a rattle, the water turns on. And you clean up. And you catch 
in the mirror. Mm-hmm. The reflection of the bathtub kind of behind you. Yes. And you can see that a murky pool of water is in the bathtub. Okay. Um, the faucet is dripping mm. and just kind of filling the bathtub with kind of this fetid standing water. Okay. So after I dry up from washing up. Sure. I would like to look into the bathtub. Yes. And the water is gross and murky. I can't it, see to the bottom of the bathtub. You can see it. I mean, it's a little scummy, I guess I would say. Okay. Is it stoppered, this bathtub? It is. Okay. And I pull the chain to let the water drain out, pull the right. stopper. It does. Okay. Is there anything in the bottom of it no, at all? No, but the faucet continues to drip slightly. Okay. Hmm. Adjusting the, the handles, can I stop the drip? It seems like the faucet can't quite be turned off, like it's something that requires a repair or some uh, kind. It's a little broken. Right. Okay. Well, we'll leave it unstoppered then. Okay. All right. That's all the rooms uh, on this floor. That's true. So I'm still in pretty decent shape, I think. Yeah. So You've survived quite well so far. I think I'd like to go back into the hallway, mm-hmm. back downstairs, mm-hmm. and into the cellar. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. The door to the basement stairs has three bolts. Okay. Is it locked? You left it locked, and it is locked. Oh, that's right. I tried my key mm-hmm. in this one. You did. And then left it locked. You did. Okay. So at this time, I'd like to unlock it. You unlock the three bolts. And open the door. Opening the door, you notice as you kind of open the door past you that the bolts only work from the upstairs side. Like the locks. You can't lock it from the basement side. I see. Hence, you also can't unlock it from the basement side. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Um... Below you, you see... Uh, kind of an unfinished basement storage room. All right. And the lights are on in here as well. The light is coming in from behind you down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And you can see the stairs are in rather poor repair. Ooh. Uh, and is there any light switch or anything at the top to light up the There's a little the chain lights? Okay. for a light above you on the stairs. Okay. Uh, I would like to pull the chain to see if the light comes on. It does not. Light no does not light. work. Okay, cool. Um, you can see that the walls are kind of lined. Instead of being like plaster that's painted or anything like that, it's um, all these fitted, closely fitted horizontal boards. Okay. Now, this door, does it swing out into the hallway or out into the basement cellar? Um, you know, it whatnot? opens into the hallway. Okay. So you open it towards you. All right. So the kitchen is so nearby. It is. I'd like to go into the kitchen and see if I can find a stout uh, cleaver or kitchen knife or similar. Sure. And that's what I'm looking for in there. Right. Yeah, you find a, a cleaver. Okay. Cool. So what I'd like to try to do yes. is open the door all the way. Mm-hmm. 
and as hard as I can, um, whack the cleaver into the floor in front of the door so that it like wedges it open. All right. Would you like to make a um, fighting brawl check or would you like to make a strength check? Um, if I have my druthers, I would like to make a fighting brawl check. Okay. Because that is higher than my strength. Okay. Then why don't you do that? See how well you can use the knife to do what you want to do. Okay. I have to beat a 75 for a success. And that is a 55. So not exceptional. But it does what you want it to do. But I, yeah. And you can check the box. Fantastic. So it's kind of midway. It's not way at the edge of the door. It's not close to the hinges. It's right. like kind of right in the middle. Right. You would You've say, made a door stop. Right. Yeah. And, like, you know, the metal kind of bites into the hardwood floorboards. Mm -hmm. And it sticks there. Yeah. Satisfyingly. Yeah. So it, there's it. a loud noise, obviously, um, as you... With a chunk. Yeah. As though you... Sink the blade into the, the old wood of the floor. Okay. And I am okay with that. Okay. Uh, now, I'd like to light my lantern. Oh, that's a good idea. Before proceeding down into uh, the depths of the cellar. As basement, I mentioned, the, the steps are in poor repair. So I'd like you to choose mm -hmm. to make either a dex roll or a climb roll. Okay. Um, I think you took climb specifically. I did, but my dex is just stupid high okay so i think i'm just gonna rely on my raw dexterity and not necessarily my climbing expertise not to try to make you fail miserably but if you choose to use climb and you're successful mm -hmm. then you can check the box oh. you cannot do that for your main skills That's so something true. to keep in mind okay no i'm gonna try and climb then okay because you know we, i'm avoiding the weak parts and I'm looking for, like, footholds, right. so to speak, because I, I've noticed that the stairs are in bad repair. And the last thing I want is my foot to break through a stair board and go shooting down into the unknown depths below. Exactly. So I'm going to not necessarily walk down the stairs like one normally would, but climb down them. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I have to beat a 70 what i'm going for 32 now that that's a hard success is a hard success all right so i get to check the box yep and you are able to make your way down the stairs without issue and you do not drop your lantern and you don't fall to your death and i don't light the whole house on fire <laughs> and die of smoke inhalation before my body is consumed in flames <laughs> okay yep so you make it down to the bottom all right so at the bottom of the stairs, you can see a relatively smallish room. It doesn't look like it spans the entire length of the house. And it's scattered with tools, bits of pipe. Uh, you see a trash can lid. There's lumber, nail screws, that sort of thing. And then in the corner of the room, kind of opposite the stairs that you came down, you can see there's kind of a walled off little square area. In the corner of the room, which? 
Which corner? I mean, if this is like underneath, you know. Um. So here, I can. If the stairs come down here, you can see kind of a little boxy area walled off in the corner of the room opposite. Okay, so this is not under the kitchen and dining room. This is under like the backyard based on where the stairs match up. Yeah, it's hard for me to like match it up on your map very well. Okay. You are it is still under the house. Um it's kind of more under where the the stairs go down like facing the outside wall of the kitchen. Right? Okay, yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And then and then kind of coming down to the bottom of the stairs, you kind of make a little U-turn to see the rest of the basement. All right. And then kind of under where the upstairs would be, that's where that little box is. Okay. And again, so with the way the stairs work, it goes down, you have a landing, and then down again, so you end up doing a 180. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, that... <laughs> This is very effective in, in, in twisting your mind around yeah. trying to imagine Makes this it confusing. stuff. So this is, that's really cool. <laughs> this is a fantastic. Okay. Um, so there's bips and bops, tools, nails, screws, odds, ends. Yes. Um, and like super cool. All right. Uh, I think for a moment looking at the tools and, uh, you know, I see like a claw hammer perhaps. Yeah. And I see nails and such that yeah. were maybe used to nail the windows shut. Perhaps. Uh, I'd like to pick up the claw hammer mm-hmm. and think of the windows that are nailed shut. Like with this, I could pull the nails out. Yes. And then I look at the nails and it occurs to me, I could nail the door like, open. Right. You know, I could... I, and then from there, I make the the natural progression, at least in my mind, of like, I could remove the door entirely. Like, I could pull the hinge pins out and just take it off so like that. Because I'm worried about getting, like, trapped down here. Like, the reason I stuck the cleaver in the floor was that I was thinking, okay, I saw the locks. It can only be locked from one side. There was the sounds coming from upstairs. So right. my train of thought was thus. And I was like, I'm going to go down here, but I'm worried the whole time that as I'm looking around down here, I'm going to hear the door slam shut, the locks like turn, and I'm going to be trapped. Right. So that's what I was trying to avoid. So it occurs to me, like, I could do all of this stuff with the door to avoid that, but then I I kind of check myself and feel like I'm getting in the weeds with this. Like, I I just, you know, I'm not going to undertake this construction project, you know, and so... I'll put the hammer in my pack. Okay. But otherwise not per- pursue the dismantling the door and sure. going back yeah. up the stairs or anything That's like fine. that. So this is like a, a just a, a claw hammer with a steel head and a wooden hand hickory yeah, handle. Exactly. Nothing fancy, something you'd get down at the five and dime or hardware store at Sears. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and then other than the shelves, perhaps workbench, whatever, with bibs and bobs and odds and ends, uh, there's the walled off. Right. That's what you noticed 
like with your lantern, you notice lots of tools and bits of things on the ground and then a walled off kind of area in the corner, which you haven't really looked at in much more detail. Okay. I'd like to investigate the walled off area as far as how is it walled off? Is it uh, stone and mortar? Is it uh, lathe and plaster? Right. So it looks like it's kind of made of more of that tightly fitting board. Um, but there is a, a door in it. I see. Okay. Which you can see as you get closer. And there is a door. Um, door, knob, uh, yep. lock, keyhole. Just a knob door. Okay. Uh, I am going to open the door, if I could. I'd right. try to open the door. Opening it, it looks like this was originally um, a coal storage area that a chute emptied into from outside. Mm-hmm. You can see that the chute itself has a small door on it, like that would open to the outside, and it has been nailed firmly shut. Okay. Hmm. So this was the, the coal chute in the coal room, mm-hmm. but it has been made fast with nails. Right. And is there, like, coal dust on the floor? Yeah, there's a little bit of remnant. But from what you saw upstairs in the mudroom, it looks like the coal that they do use in the house, they bring in from elsewhere and keep up there. They don't use this room. Shoot. Nailed. Shut. Okay. Uh, Cool. I'll actually leave this door open. Okay. And returning to the cellar, I'd like to investigate the floor, looking for evidence of... Like, first of all, what's the floor made of? Is it just, like, hard-packed dirt? Is it... Yeah, it's hard-packed earth. Okay. Wow. Um, and is does there seem to be any evidence of any disturbance in the the floor here at all did you want to spot hidden yes i would like to spot hidden oh good night 93 my last one i feel like (laughs) was like 92 yeah i'm just working my way up (laughs) so you don't see any disturbances or anything strange on the floor okay and We've looked at the walled-off section. Like I said, um, otherwise, the room is kind of small. It looks like, I mean, you come down the stairs, you make the turn, so now you're once again facing where the side of the wall, where, like, the mud room is, right? And mm-hmm. that's kind of where that coal chute is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, has been nailed shut. But then everything's walled off. Like, there's nothing... The rest of the house is not included in this basement. So you're in this kind of narrow space. I see. Well, let's start investigating the walls then. See if I can notice anything on the walls is what I'd like to do. Well, what are you doing to investigate the walls? Uh, first of all, observing them, looking at them. Sure. Does, do they seem to be stone and mortar or do they seem no, to be... No, it's that kind of tongue and groove board sort of okay. action. All right. Um, I I think I'd, I'd like to maybe knock on them to see if there's any hollow space, hollow sounding, or right. if it sounds solid. So as you 
knock on the boards going down this like narrow passageway, you notice a very large hollow area okay. right in the middle. I see. And then you catch something out of the corner of your eye. And whirl around. Um, if possible. Sure. You can whirl around. Okay. I need you to roll your dodge, please. Oh, dodge. Okay. Um, this is something new for me. Is that a skill? Yep, it's I in have? your skill list. Okay, and it's listed as half dex. Right. So there's nothing special with this. You just roll this. You want it to right get normal. under half your dex. And you want to get under half your dex. Ideally, for okay. you. Okay. Hopefully I used up all of my stupid high rolls on my spot hidden checks. Let's see what happens. 29. That is actually not a awesome success. It's just a normal success. All right. But it's close. So throwing yourself aside, a strange looking knife flies through the air. What? And strikes the wall behind where you were just standing. Okay. Sticking slightly out of the boards there. Okay. And but looking like where it would have come from? Like is there anything there? I mean I'm I'm looking for a From what you kind of caught in your in your peripherals. <laughs> yeah. Um it looks like it raised up from the floor. Okay. Like it was part of the detritus mm-hmm. that you didn't necessarily search through. Oh right. Okay. And it just went Oh. And flew at you through Goodness. the air. Okay, so it was there with the bips and bobs, nods and ends, and hammers and you screwdrivers so. and whatnot, yeah. I, I think. Because I didn't look through them other than to pick up the obvious hammer. Right. Okay. Well, then. Uh, I think that I, I, I really need to see what's behind that wall. Are you going to ignore the knife? That's sticking in the wood right now. Well, I mean, I'm not going to ignore it, but I think that that's the wall that I. I think I feel like it's stuck in the wall that I need to breach. That's fair. To so I mean, I'll have to move it out of my way. Possibly use it as a tool. Might as well to to break the wall down. Okay. I'd like to grasp the knife with one hand and then feeling how firmly it's stuck into the wall right also use two if necessary to work it up and down and side to side and pull it out of the boards it's actually not very difficult to remove almost like it's assisting you in removing it from the wall but you get a strange sensation as it tries to wiggle out of your grasp and i need you to make a strength check please okay I'm going to have to make a intestinal fortitude check to see if I, like, and drop it, because that's not cool. Strength check, you saying? Yes. 97. Oh, my goodness. Okay, that is not a success of any kind. You go to grab the knife. You pull it out of the wall. It wriggles free from your grasp. Mm-hmm flies out of your hand. Okay. For a moment you can it faces you and you can see the shape of it now. It's um got a very ornate hilt which you noticed when you grabbed it with kind of um a very stylized 
face at the end, like of the knob. And it's uh, the blade is almost like an X in its kind of profile. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it faces you hanging in midair and then flies towards you once more. And that is where we will end the session. Oh, oh, man, that's like a Tibetan type of dagger sort of thing it does look somewhat like a ceremonial knife yes like you know just straight up player knowledge that's yeah. that's what that is <laughs> if it has more than one face like if it has three four faces or whatever then wow okay good night that is <sighs> all right well, we'll be back to figure out carl loft's fate demise <laughs> slash demise he's pretty good dodge you never no, know that's he can make true. It. <laughs> dodging all day son i got dodging dodge. around this basement i got dodge for days in combat roll baby <laughs> <laughs> cool well i hope you had fun and we'll pick this up next time i had a great time and uh thanks for coming out